What's up, everyone? And this is episode 31 of the TorontoGameDose.com podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDose.com. Uh, with me, as always, is Brett from Hard Circle. What's up? Uh, and joining us once again is Dan, composing Dan. Hello, hello. Um, we're, I don't know. Do you want to talk about this Ubisoft sale since that's what we were just talking about <laughs> off the podcast? Or Yeah, I'm excited. This, uh, Ubisoft, uh, this weekend is the Ubisoft uh, sale. So I am getting ready to buy some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it is it only this weekend? Yeah, I think so. Okay, never mind, because most people listen to this podcast like the the Monday to Friday afterwards. So well, you ruined the start of the podcast. Let's go into hype time. <laughs> hype! <laughs> I'm stunned by this. <laughs> so much. That's just so mean, man. I think you might have chin mic again too. I man, chin mic, whatever. That's my cat's fault. <laughs> Um, okay, Br- cool. Brad, do you have anything you want to hype up? Uh, do you want to no? do you want to talk about um, game dev drinks and game dev drinks was dope. It was actually uh, like yeah, like it was a really great talk by Andrew. Actually, um, everybody actually was saying like yeah, that was a great talk. So people were really informed by it. Uh, a lot of new faces, which was really good. Um, people are just never sure, like. They were like, I'd never even heard of this uh, community before. So a lot of new faces showed up. A lot of students were there. Um, a lot of industry people were showing up too, which was good. Uh, it was just overall a pretty good turnout. 30, 40 people were there. Um, we had some technical difficulties at the beginning, but uh, we sorted it all out, and it was, good. it was a good time. Which is good because I was there late, unfortunately. Yeah, the weather was uh, brutal. Yeah, the weather. I, I actually didn't think we'd have uh, that good of a turnout because of the weather. But uh, those who, you know, sucked it up and came out, we had a great time. So yeah, is that a chop at me? <laughs> and the odd bird guys too. They know. They know. <laughs> they know. Brandon, yeah. Uh, no, you you yeah, texted was, me saying I wouldn't want you to drive in I that know, weather anyways. I, right. I I like I I would like to play. I bet you there would have been probably maybe record setting if the weather wasn't so bad, eh? I think so because we had uh, like just from the metric side, a lot of people. I had almost forty tickets taken up, so so nice. Almost sold it out. Nice. Well, and it's not. I'm not saying like sell it out as in you bought people buying tickets. It's like the metric side of things. Yeah, we would have probably had a set record goal there. Cool. And yeah, and, the, and then next month uh, for April, it'll be the 27th. So I'll be competing with Trontaru, but it's just because um, I couldn't get the my regular time slot. So um, and we'll be doing a board game uh, night, so to speak. So it'll be board game companies, local board game companies will be coming out and talking about board games, uh, their board games and trials and tribulations of making board games. So cool. if there's people out there that want to know about how to make board games or you know just board games in general whatever you're enthusiast come come on down the i'll be posting it later uh this week i wonder so. uh that guy who made a board game at uh, the last game jam i think his name was tyler or something like that I yeah I, I think i'm gonna shoot him an email because i have his email so i'm probably gonna shoot him one just to remind him like the the thing is coming up yeah so there yeah but that's i think that's all i have to hype right now no one sent me anything to hype so 
I got. Yep. I have a so two things. Uh, level up is actually in two weeks, April six. Um, this is the student, like the student presentation one. Yeah, oh, that's uh, Wednesday. Oh man. Yeah, Wednesday, April six, four to four to eight, uh, downtown. Um, okay. It's doable. Quote, Level Up Showcase is the first event of its kind in Canada that showcases the most talented students in game design, animation, and computer science programs from colleges and universities across Ontario. This event has become synonymous with new creative talent and provides a once-in-a-lifetime chance for students to show off their creations to the world. Fun fact, Level Up was like the first like event that I went to for TorontoGameDevs.com. So, nice. so it's like coming full circle. Also, fun fact, it's we're recording on March 26th. Uh, I usually post a podcast on the Monday following our, us recording. Uh, which would be the 28th, which would be the one-year anniversary of TorontoGameLabs.com. So, Yay! Yay. Been- <laughs> <laughs> that would have sounded better with more people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody out there is uh, hyping it up right now, too. They're like, yes, we did it. Yay. So one one year later, uh, still going strong. Still, It's still a thing. It's not – I didn't give up. So I don't plan on it. So That's impressive, man. It's hard to keep going for that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been – Especially yeah. at something like that, you know, you don't necessarily get paid for or anything like that, you know, something that you just do for, you know, the community and something that you have a, an interest in. It's, it's, it's tough to build those types of habits, you know. Right. And speaking of getting paid, uh, I want to give a shout out to patrons Chris, Anthony, Dan, Rory, Toby, Steve, Renaud, Tyler, and Lee for helping out. Uh, on 28th is also when I have to pay the, the yearly membership. So, yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so level up is is uh, Wednesday April six. It's on the site. Uh, it is. It was a free event last year. I don't see anything about it being uh, not a free event again. So uh, I'm assuming it's free to just kind of show up. I don't Good. remember spending money last year. They have like food and stuff. That are you, are is, we going? Uh, I'll be going. Yeah. Okay. I think I, I think I'll probably go. Actually, I probably will be. I mean, it's easier for me to go than for you. Like you for you so, to. So where is it again? It's so it's downtown, uh, two thirty four Bay Street. Let me just look that up. What intersection that is? Uh, Bay between Kane and Wellington on Bay. Oh okay. Oh okay. So like just north of Front Street, like it's right downtown. Yeah, that's not too bad at all. Yeah, yeah like bad. I might go. I might bring some uh, some homies with me just so I can show them what we like what the future will be for them. If that makes any sense. Nope, it doesn't make any sense. But sure, bring whoever you want. I mean, I'm not running the event, so bring bring whoever you want. Your homies? Yeah, I, 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 got, I got some homies that are homies. students, and I want to show them the future. Cool. Uh, also happening in April will be the Enthusiast Gaming Live Expo, but we'll talk more about that in the future. And also Toronto Game Jam, uh, TO Game Jam, uh, announced that they'll be May 6th to 8th, I think. Um, let me actually just quickly confirm that but i think they announced like yesterday that the may 6 to 8 at george brown college for the 11th straight year so i've done my game jam for the year i think i think i'll have to do one like late if if i if maybe there's one in like the second half mm-hmm. you know like maybe in the fall or something like that yeah. then i would get on it but i i yeah after that last one that was a good one that was a marathon for me <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, the 11th Toronto Game Jam will be May 6th to 8th at George Brown College. Um, I'm sure more details to follow and stuff. I'll post that on the site. By the time you listen to this podcast, it'll be on the site. So yeah. That's all I got to hype up. Sounds cool. good. Um, let's just go straight to news time then. News, news, news. 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 <laughs> uh, I was a little more enthusiastic than the previous versions. A little bit, yeah. Uh, did I post the stories for you guys? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Number one. Don't Starve Shipwrecked uh, releases March 31st on Steam. So this game is already actually available as like a Steam early access. This looks awesome. Um, and Don't Starve is a like roguelike survival game. So you're just like a dude in like this randomly generated map. Um, and you have to like, you know, get shit to build a fire and then like get food and, and build up like defenses and stuff like that. So you start with like nothing and you have to like build it up. Uh, it's it's by a Vancouver developer. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Like Klee? Clay? Clay? I would say Klee. Klee? Yeah. Uh, and they teamed up with Capybara Games uh, here in Toronto, uh, Super Time Forest Below, etc., um, to work on the Shipwrecked like expansion. So you need the the original Don't Starve, uh, and and then this is like an expansion on Steam. Maybe one day we'll see it on like Vita and PS4 and the other like. Don't Starve, I think, is on, like, Wii U and, like, all the, like, most other mm-hmm. systems. So, I don't know. Right now, it's only on Steam. Hopefully, one day, we'll see it on other systems. I love this game because it looks like an, like an illustration book. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> dope. I have Don't Starve. Do you guys like... Did you like Don't Starve or did you play it much or... I played it a little bit when it first came out. Like, uh, to be perfectly honest, I played it for 21 minutes after <laughs> looking, <laughs> looking at my uh, stats here. 21 minutes in 2012. <laughs> oh, wow. It's that old? Yeah. I haven't played it since then. So that's my take on it. <laughs> okay. No, I actually did enjoy it. Um, I don't know why I didn't stick around with it. So I will probably start. I'll probably play it again. Because, I mean,. It, I, I don't I don't really know enough about it. I, I do want to try shipwrecked. I think that'd mm. be cool. But um, I mean, is it not sort of like resource gathering and survival and stuff like? Yeah, that? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, because if you like Stardew so much, uh, uh, this seems like a kind of game that you would get into. Yeah, a lot of people who have been watching me play Stardew have been like, "Yo, get into that don't starve stuff," and I'm like, "I have it, but I haven't touched it in a long time, so maybe I will." Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah, put it on the list. It is fishing. There he is, chopping trees. I'm like, this is all the stuff I see when it started. <laughs> Everything I love. <laughs> Except you get attacked by killer whales. This is amazing. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. Palm tree get. monsters. Yeah. That's a winner. Yep. <laughs> It'll happen. Don't worry. So, and it's coming out on, um, I don't know, March 31st? Just on yep. Steam. Right? End of the month. Yeah. Cool. But but cool. Don't Starve is on, on iPad and stuff, right? I don't know. I've, I've, yeah, I don't know. I've only played it on Steam. Have we lost Brett? I mean, no. uh, Steve? Yeah, I think we lost Steve. Did we lose Steve? Can I you think so. Him? No, we can't hear you. We can't hear you, bud. Yeah, we lost Steve. <laughs> no wonder. I was like, yeah, he's not talking much. Um, but we're not recording if we're not in. Okay. So wait, I think Steve's back. Yo. Yeah, yeah, we hear you now. Yay. I don't know what happened there. I was literally just like, 
I was confirming if Don't Starve was on the iPhone because I'm pretty sure it is for you, for you, Dan. Yeah, yeah, I'm mm. sure it is too. Uh, and it is. And then like I kept talking and I thought I was lagging, but it turns out my mic just stopped working altogether. So oh, that's weird. Well, we're back in business now. You guys are just lost like- without me. I was, no, I was kind of like, it's, it, this is uncharacteristically quiet. Yeah, I was like sitting there too. I'm like, why is it so quiet? <laughs> usually, usually Steve's filling all these gaps. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, it just sounded quiet for some strange reason. But I, I, were we even recording? Oh, uh, yeah. No, the whole time. Well, we'll find out. But the. the it's like, that's the other thing. I was like, are we, like, I didn't even feel like we were recording anymore. It just felt weird. <laughs> I, like, I heard you guys just fine. Uh, okay, okay. So. And, the software records like the call, so I heard the call. Right. So I'm assuming we're good. If yeah. there's an All empty right. space in the podcast, uh, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Technical difficulties, as always, still going strong. One year later, <laughs> thirty-one, number thirty-one. <laughs> yeah, I guess because uh, we didn't set the podcast right away, Brett. No, but I think we've only missed like three or four weeks. Yeah, mostly like due to you. <clears throat> Well, yeah. since, since, like you can't, you were in Japan, the one thing, and then other life stuff, you know. Yeah, I think since I've been on, there's only been two, two missed. Yeah, because the Japan was kind of early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyway, was like in week one. Well, I mean, month one. I think for us, we went. Uh, we went in September. Let me let me look it up. Anyways, are we we we're done about don't starve? Uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> I want to play the original on iPhone and. I'm going to watch uh, Brett play it on Twitch. <laughs> yep. Shipwreck. At TP Smoke. I'll be there. I'll Twitch it. I'm yeah, download. I'm, re- I'm reinstalling it right now. So There you go. Excuse me. Uh, let's, I'm just going back to when the very first podcast happened. Nice. was on August 2nd. Oh, yeah. Really? We talked about Severed. <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, I forgot what the next one was. Number two, uh, Duaros now on Steam Greenlight. So vote for the game. Uh, it's also uh, with a new trailer and some screenshots and stuff like that. So this is from Lithic Entertainment. I believe it's their first game. I, don't, I couldn't really find any other games on the site. If I'm yeah, I looked them up. It seems like they're mm. yeah, their flagship first. Thing. They've already been greenlit. So that's oh, nice. are they? Yeah. Oh, oh sick. I didn't mean they weren't greenlit when I when I posted this. That's awesome. Congrats to them then. Yep. So yeah. look forward to the game. But you can follow them on Twitter. They're on Facebook. Uh, it looks like a – trying to actually just find – I thought I quoted the, the game, but let me just kind of go to the mm. site. Dwaros is a quote. Dwaros is a peaceful town-building game that borrows from the action-adventure genre. Take control of three uniquely skilled characters to leave the confines of the town, explore the lush forest surrounding it, and work together to solve puzzles. Gather resources to build your town, invite the wandering elves to join it, and discover treasures within the ruins of forgotten civilization. I love the colors. I love the art of this game. It just looks yeah, like – it looks awesome. Um, I'll play it. I'll definitely stream this one too because this is like – this is my jam. Yeah, there's more ga- gathering stuff for you. It looks like there's some puzzle stuff, like they're climbing the vines, and, and there's the three switches yeah. stuff. So it looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. I know I saw this game a couple weeks ago, actually. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And then you posted it today, and I'm like, what? It's a, it's here. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> all right, this is cool. 
So yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely want to get on this one. Uh, yeah, their their dev blog is pretty interesting too. It's a pretty small team, and it's kind of you know apparently been like three years in the making, and they had a version of this game back in the day that they sort of abandoned and restarted and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And uh, yeah, it seems like they're on the on the path now. I mean, it looks amazing. The lighting is really cool. It's kind of like it, it almost makes me nostalgic for like the old, you know, like the '64 Zelda. I wish looked like this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. I love the. It also like the just the dwarf character just reminds me of Lost Vikings on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um. I wonder if the puzzles are going to kind of be a little bit like that. Like the three characters have their own sort of unique skills. I I, I don't know, but probably probably yeah. We'll find out. Um. Sweet. I didn't know it got greenlit. Actually, I wonder if that happened in the last couple of days because I posted this like two days ago. I don't think it was yet. But there is a trailer. You can still like follow the game on Steam or, or wishlist it or whatever. How that, however that works, I don't know. Um, but you can follow them on Twitter and, and whatnot too. So keep up with them because they do post a lot of like screenshots and stuff like that too. So yeah, um, yeah, Waros, check it out. Beauty. By the way, b- b- speaking of posting screenshots, Brad, are you ready to talk about stuff or no? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. Then number three and the final think- one. I will say, I next, yeah, next podcast, next the next podcast I will next week, yeah, next week. Oh, cool. Um, Moving right along, number three, Uh, just a I guess an intro to Toronto Game Dev, Shining Talisman. So nothing. So every now and then there's you know this was like a slow week. There was only like three things. So every now and then I just want to kind of post about different developers and what they're working on and and links their games and stuff like that for people to check it out. So. This is uh, a developer who's, um, you know, they're, they're, his brother, like, reached out to me, and, and we started talking and stuff like that, and it, kind of an interesting story, like, he dropped, uh, from the sounds of it, he kind of left his, like, job and stuff to start being a game dev, um, and released these two games on iOS. I don't think there's Android version, sorry, Brett. That's okay. But, <laughs> you're all sad. <laughs> uh, but we have K-Man Cliff and uh, Warp Looter, and so they're, they're like, motion control games, uh, free on the iOS, uh, kind of like a, like there's a side-scrolling shooter one. Um, they're fun. I like them. Uh, they're, they're free downloads, so check it out. And you can follow them on Twitter. And uh, there's also, like, the, the guy who reached out is, uh, you know, thegeeko.com. So I checked out his site, and actually, like, some pretty awesome stuff on there. It's just, like, general geek news. Um, and there's, like, an interview there, and if you want to find out more. So check them out. Uh, there's probably more, I think. One of these games, I believe... February 18th and March 31st. So it's been... Oh, wait, no. These are recent recent releases, so... Warp Looter looks like fun. It, I mean, when I'm when I'm looking at it, it looks like you can... Like, the collision box isn't too big around your sort of, uh, you know, your spaceship. And that's... Like, I, I like a nice, small, tight collision box, so it really feels like you can get really close to the asteroids or whatever it is that's attacking you. Mm-hmm. Uh, is when you have all those near misses in a round, it really, for me, that's kind of addicting, having the near misses, yeah. just kind of like weaving in and out of things. <clears throat> that's why I liked uh, Shooty Sky so much, because your collision box was like small. It was like a dot in the middle of your character. You really had to be run right through to, to get hit. Mm-hmm. So you could get so many close near misses and just weave in and out of all this stuff, and you felt so stealthy playing the game. Yeah. So I'm going to try this one. Hopefully it's a similar kind of vibe. Yeah, I like I liked uh, I played the um, the Lou Warper one more than <coughs> K-Man Cliff, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
so check it out. It's on the site. Um, he's on Twitter. I believe there's also a Facebook that I might have linked. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, but there is Twitter. And, and check out thegeekgo.com. Friend of the site. Cool site. Uh, oh, I didn't. I said Twitter, and I didn't link on the Twitter. I'm going to go edit that right now. <laughs> Classic. Um, but that's it for news time. Happened at least once a week, right? Yeah. Well, that's not a spelling mistake. That's just me not adding. Clear. Clerical error. I did. I did find one though. Oh, oh no! Oh. <laughs> Are you just saying that just to pull his leg? <laughs> no, I, I did last night when I was reading this stuff. But I was just oh. like, let's slide. It wasn't really a spelling mistake. It was a, uh, you know, uh, just a, a reading. Time. Yeah. No, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you find it. <laughs> oh, that's no. I'm not even going to. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> If I don't bother to like edit it the first time I write these things, I'm not going to like go searching for it now. Speaking of editors, we need an editor for TorontoGameDevs.com. Oh my god, I would love someone to just like proofread stuff, but whatever. <laughs> or if I or if I could just get the ability to to accurately proofread my own work. It's mm. a lot of work. Yeah, it is. It's work I don't really. I don't know. I, I I'll teach you, you can't calculus. Get too OCD about that kind of stuff, right? Because then you'll look at it forever. Yeah, exactly. And the whole point of the site is just to be like, hey, here's some stuff. Check it out. Here's a trailer. Here's some screenshots. Here's a quote. Go follow them on Twitter and stuff. So, if you notice, like, I, it's been a whole year now. If you notice, like, all of the news articles are never that long. Like, <laughs> it's mostly it's by design. Like, I. It's mm-hmm. it's still just me, so I I don't really go into much detail. But you still yeah. write your own copy, which is at least uh, you know, which is pretty good. Because when you know when you're looking for news on something that you know there's not that much information on, and you go around and check out the different sites, everybody has like just some sort of really like two or three paragraph press release copy, and everybody yeah. has the exact same wording. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the exact same everything, and um, it's nice to at least write your own copy. You know? Yeah. So, I don't I'm know. Not just copying and pasting. The site's doing well. Everyone, everyone's happy with the site, so I'm not going to change it. The reviews are really the only thing that I and the preview that I did for Fortified and any other future previews and reviews. Those will be What's like. Your, uh, are you doing a division review yet, or what? No, it's not Toronto developed. Uh, the right. division isn't. No. Oh, not not even a little piece. Uh, I think actually I saw them tweet about them doing like motion capture stuff there. Right. But there you go. I don't know. Man, I'm not Let's like you the motion capture part. Of it. <laughs> I guess it's good. I don't know. The animations seem pretty good, I guess. Um, let me let me see. I don't think it's Toronto developed. They they haven't really mentioned much. They were working on Far Cry Primal. I think Division's a a massive uh, incorporated company or whatever. I forget what their actual name is. The next review will be uh Lovers in Dangerous Space Time. That'll be next that'll be sometime next week. Cool. And I'll get a good score. You should you should download that game. <laughs> and that was the review. Yeah, that's the that's that's review right there. <laughs> Download the game. Do it. Um, that's it for news time. News. <laughs> news. I like the I like the news 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 news. Um, good. good news. <clears throat> good news. So once again, I didn't really plan on any sort of topic. Um, That's the way it should always be. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been one year for TorontoGameDevs.com. Let me actually. Uh, I mean, we don't need to reminisce, but I was going to look up like the, the most 
Which which pages have gotten the most traffic? Oh, okay. I thought you would be like, what have you talked about the most over a year? Oh, God, I don't Sep- know. Severed. Severed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. And I was, I, uh, if you were at the uh, game dev drinks, you would have been hearing some talking about Severed. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it was at the it was at the GDC, and a couple of the people that I know played it and uh, shared some opinions, <laughs> some good, some bad. Interesting. So, cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, it sounds like uh, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be one of these games that's just gonna get a mixed result. So polarizing. Yeah, like some people were, were like, "Yeah, it was really cool," and then some people were like, "Oh God, this is just like a." a like a over the top flash game, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of interesting." You know, hmm. a lot of people were liking the art and stuff, so it'll be interesting to see how it's uh, received when it's officially out to the public. Interesting. Yeah, ten out of ten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you already know my review. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so, just as a fun fact, the the most page hits in the last year is obviously just the main site. Studios is next. Toronto Events is next. Jobs is next. the The number one article of like most page views was the Finish Line Games bringing cell damage to Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Freelancers page was next. Uh, the next was their Game of the Year, uh, the fan the fan choice like the voting. Oh, yeah, that's cool. The podcast is after that, <clears throat> and then some other ones, nice. but. I'm looking at the traffic now, and there's like random spikes, and I can tell those are like the when I got hit when I got on Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> really well. That was, yeah. that was one good thing that I that I really liked about Andrew Spearin's talk too was that he had uh, a timeline laid out, and he had all of like the sales, the humble bundles, and all that kind of stuff. All all of those, um, you know, different techniques for for get, gaining user base that yeah. uh, and and it showed with corresponding spikes along his timeline, uh, uh, sort of like user acquisition. And it was, um, it was pretty interesting to know how, like, obviously that stuff affects it, but exactly how, how it affects it and how, how much it can affect it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you don't, you know, it, unless you do something, you're probably going to plateau for a long time, basically. Right. Or unless somebody else does something like somebody really popular who has a YouTube channel just happens to pick up your game and all of a sudden, bam, something can happen out of that but aside from that unless you're doing you know like they were part of a few humble bundles they were part of a bunch of different sort of um uh sales and 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 marketing pushes yeah and yeah they said they invested a good chunk of money in in sort of like a twitch marketing uh uh, campaign as well and 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 you could see the direct result of it and that was pretty cool nice um yeah, so I mean, one year, awesome. Uh, we don't have a topic. I didn't prepare at all. <laughs> uh, maybe the, let's just, it always kind of results in a discussion. Let's talk about the games we've been playing. The top 10 moments, top 10 moments in uh, Toronto. Toronto game does. <laughs> well, That's what they always do for, for uh, one year anniversary. For one year. Some cool things I got to do was like play, play one, Fortified. Meeting Brett. Yeah. Uh, uh, Number two, meeting Dan. Uh, well, <laughs> flip those two. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Yes. Flip those two and then take the Brett one and, and shove it down. <laughs> flip those two, put it at 11 and, and 12. <laughs> I got to do that. Like, I understand. 
understand. <laughs> uh, let's see. What was cool? For playing Fortified early was cool. Playing Rumble early was cool. Because I never got to do that before. That was like completely new. Playing a game. Getting in GDC because of all the no E3 or E3 rather. Sorry. Yeah, we're we're planning the trip next week. Uh, we're going to buy our tickets and everything. So, because uh, my my girlfriend and I are going to make a trip uh, out of it, a vacay out of it, going to LA yeah. and stuff. So. Um, I don't know. Everything was cool. Me and everyone, me and you guys, as long as you know, we joke, but me and you guys and me and everyone, uh, was just awesome. The sites, the sites, uh, has expanded and become a thing and it's only, it's only growing. I was just looking at the traffic. I don't normally look at the traffic on like a, a week to week basis. I look at it like on the day and then just whatever, but I never like actually do analysis and it's projecting up, which is what you want. So Hmm. it's pretty good. And I noticed like my Google, SEO stuff, my chops have been become much better. So, right, you got so, this, dude. So, if you want any SEO advice, just just ask, and I'll charge you fifty bucks an hour <laughs> <laughs> for his ten minutes of knowledge on SEO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put the yes. keywords in your topic. <laughs> um, so yeah, games we've been playing. Brett, why don't you start? You always start. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm still playing Stardew, obviously. Nonstop. Yeah, I love that game, man. It's, you it's stream, just, it, you stream it's, it at like 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was looking at your Twitter today, and it's just like, watch me play Stardew, 7 a.m. I'm like, dude, like everyone is sleeping. Like, I don't care. Yeah, I, get, I get no hits at that time of day. <laughs> but whatever, I'm playing. when I'm playing it, I'm streaming it. So, so I love that game. So you're going to be a hit in Australia, though. That's yeah, the whole thing. Someday. So if you're if you're up at seven a.m. Eastern time on any day of the week, maybe check up TP Smoke on Twitter and on Twitch see what he's playing. Yeah, until I get a job, <laughs> then I'll go back to like normal hours. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been playing a ton of that. Um, I beat Assassin's Creed Rogue uh, recently. Uh, actually, last week I beat it with uh, Pam. We it was uh, an uneventful ending. Thank you, Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, I'm calling them out. I don't care. I love that game so much, like that franchise so much, and I'm so tired of crappy endings with that franchise. It's like, uh, I can't even explain it. Is, there, is it an ending that's meant to set up the next game? Well, a part of I haven't, okay, I was, I've been meaning to actually hit Google just to see if there's an alternate ending if I collect everything, because this game has been absolutely boring to the point where I don't want to collect everything. And I love Assassin's Creed. Like, all the other Assassin's Creed games I've played, I've collected every single thing. And this one is just killing me. And, like, even Pam's like, this is too boring for me to watch you collect everything. And I'm like, I know. And she, actually, Pam really hates the game, actually. She hates it. She Okay, when we're playing it, uh, and those who have played Assassin's Creed, there's the, the harpooning of animals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's been in there since four, uh, maybe three. I don't actually can't remember if you kill it. No, it's been in since four. So black flag, um, the best one. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not the best one, but whatever. <laughs> it's the second best one. Cause Assassin's Creed two is still the best. All right, anyways, we, we've already debated about that. Yeah. And I'll still defend it till this day. But, uh, so <laughs> she's never seen the harpooning side of things. I'm like, Oh cool. I'm going to harpoon, uh, a narwhal and uh so i do it and pam was like she was angry <laughs> she was not having this she's like i do not want to watch you harpooning whales and 
<laughs> is she also a vegetarian? Yeah, she's a vegetarian also. But we're, we both love animals, right? And she was just like totally down on this. And she's like, why are we doing this? I'm like, well, I have to collect pelts off of these animals. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm not having any of that. And I'm like, all right, I guess we'll just miss all of this part of the game. Narwhals. Oh, man. But then, like, at the same time, though, like, even though she's not feeling that, and I get it, and even I'm not feeling it, because I'm like, what's the point of this? It's so stupid. Like, the crafting system in that game is, is just dumb. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't care for it. So I'm like, okay, whatever. We won't do that. But then the collecting everything else was just boring and tiresome and tedious. So I never collected everything, and then I beat the game, and the ending was horrible, and I'm just sitting there going, oh, God, really? <laughs> All this? Was it mostly like just a grind kind of thing for the collection stuff? Was that it? Or is it like is it stuff that's hard to find, or is it stuff that's just a grind to get? It's just a grind. It's just, it, it's, there's so much of it, and it's so spread across the Atlantic Ocean it's just <laughs> where wait where what part so it takes place like in the same place as black flag like in yeah <laughs> oh, yeah okay. it's it's pretty much in new york oh uh, i see new york so the same as three yeah it's yeah three yeah it's all three because four is the caribbean yeah yeah so it's pretty much everything that's in three so you're just like I've been here before. I thought I, when I was playing it, I'm like, man, I thought I already synchronized all these zones for freaking Abstergo. Why is this, <laughs> why am I doing this again? Did someone get hacked? <laughs> they like deleted that data and they're like, oh, we yeah. need you, we need you to go back. Yeah, you gotta go back into Abstergo and get all that data again. I'm like, dudes, I did this in three. <laughs> Pull up that backup file. Oh God, it was so bad. <laughs> how long, how long did you play the game for? Uh, that one I only did 50% of the content, so, uh, maybe a couple hours a night. Uh, I'd probably say, like, 20 hours into it, and that's just me fooling around, too. Like, I'm trying to collect stuff. So, but yeah, I think my total save data for that one was at 58%, roughly. Yeah, true. And there's, so there's still, uh, and I beat the game, so there's still 42% of stuff I have not even collected. Wow. And it's like, really? Is this all collection it's so horrible so yeah yeah maybe there is like a a secondary ending or something like that yeah i have to google it just to see if there is a secondary ending because the ending was just so whack but i gotta be honest when i was playing last of us i kind of hoped that 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 wasn't the only ending that you got oh really that way too steve um no i was i heard Trying to like think back because I, I just I, I like the game so much. I was I was hoping for maybe a bit more of an epic ending, mm-hmm. but but yeah, it was kind of just like I mean, it done. was it's very like uh, I'm trying to I love that game so much, but I'm trying to like actually just think what I thought of the ending specifically. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like because I think the ending was supposed to kind of divide people on like yeah, whether or not controversy on, on, on the ending. Right. And yeah. it kind of, kind of felt like the ending of, I mean, like the whole experience of the game kind of felt like the ending of a film almost in that, you know, you can kind of, uh, it leaves some up to the imagination and mm-hmm. it's kind of up to you to figure out or, or to decide sort of what, you know, what the ending was in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it though. Like, I mean, I, I'm trying to like, yeah, I, I really like the ending. Uh, I like that it kind of set up for a last of us two with the same 
characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I love that game. Like it's one of my like top five games of all time. Um, so it's hard to for me to sorry all time. Yeah, I how long have you lived on this earth? Twenty nine years. Oh, that's why. <laughs> You're like five years older than me. <laughs> Those extra couple years I'm though. Seven years older than you. Oh, okay, whatever. Seven. It's not even like that big of a deal. Oh, it not, is. Not, not to mention the fact that like you know what. It's only the, the early years of gaming that you guys have, you know, any sort of difference in. <laughs> so, yeah, like, and like, I, I played Atari at my godparents because they had a they had an old Atari. I'm like, yo, like Pac Man's not on that list. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love Galaga, but no, it's not on. That list. <laughs> Super Mario One, Two, and Three are not on that list. So actually, what? three three might be on that list. Three was amazing. Yeah. Oh man, whatever. I, I <laughs> let's say, how about this? Top five modern games of all time. Of like oh. ever since the PS, ever since the 360 came out, top five game. Hmm. Okay. Have you played well, it? But you haven't. You haven't played it though. Right? I haven't played it yet. Oh, well, then whatever. What do you know? It wouldn't even be in my top ten. Period. You haven't played it. I can already guarantee you, it would not be in my top ten. <laughs> period. Four to ten. Four to ten. <laughs> yeah, solid four out of ten. What if What if I told you the main character is half native? Five out of ten. <laughs> get an extra point and I obviously I already know he's not <laughs> there's no way that there's there's nothing in that game that's probably offering a new experience to go beyond a 4 out of 10 I don't know how you can think that dude like man look at Metacritic no one, you're the only person who thinks that I think it's just due to I've, I've been playing games for so long so I'm breaking them down totally different I'm not playing them as a gamer I actually like I'm playing, I'm breaking it down as like a student of the craft. So it's like I'm more studying it and analyzing it. So that's why I probably would give it a four. But you haven't. Right but you haven't. <laughs> but you haven't played it, so you can't analyze it. Like, dude, I could totally give it a four right now because it probably plays. It probably plays. Probably you can't similar to any other over the camera, over the shoulder camera game. So there's probably no new mechanic in that game that makes it a five or better. So it's probably a four just based off of gameplay alone. And I'm sure they probably screwed up something in the gameplay that's like, oh, this is kind of wonky. Like she doesn't throw Molotov cocktails properly or something like that. I'm sure there's something in there that is bunk. So it's a four as of right now. I, I I think the battling's tight. I think everything about that game is tight. I think like it's she, it, in that one section where you're controlling Ellie and you have to like you know uh, knock out some guys with arrows and stuff like that, and how stealth mm-hmm. that is. That made me go, "Oh damn, I should use the bow and arrow some more." <laughs> you yeah. know what I, mean? I think the, I think it's I think it is different than any other game. Like, it, I mean, the the comparisons it gets to is like Metal Gear Solid and Uncharted and stuff like that. And I think it does enough stuff differently that it's completely different. I think the story is like tight. I think it's one of the best told stories in video game history uh i like that game is is a 10 out of 10 and it's incredible and i think everyone should play including you brett before you just fucking put a four to ten that was that was that was a valid f-bomb from steve today that That is going unedited (laughs) i'm not even going to edit that one Wow. No, but I, I I get where both you guys are coming from too, though, because like you know, a, a game in and of itself, you can't you can't look at one sort of 
facet of that game, just the gameplay, just the mechanics or, or the way it moves or, or, or the sound or the story, right? It's, it's, it is all one package. And, and like for me, that, that whole package put together, is, is, it was tight. It was a tight experience. It was one of those ones where, you know, it's 8 o'clock at night. I'm like, babe, I just, I just want to get an hour of Last of Us in. And then she passes it on the couch and then wakes up and goes to bed at 6 in the morning. And I'm still like <laughs> totally not even – I just totally in the zone. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's, that's for me, that's worth the high mark. Brad, what are, what are your top five games of all time? Oh, geez. Let me think. Probably uh, Mario 64, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Um, Mario 64 doesn't hold up anymore. <laughs> Dude, it's all time. And it does hold up. So no, without that game... <clears throat> Any si- any sixty four game now is like completely ruined because of the camera. I love my sixty four favorite yeah, system. Yeah, the camera is an issue, but if you look at what that game did to the industry, period, we wouldn't be where we are without that that game. So that's why it's ranked high on my list. That's fair. Symphony Night, I'm kind of mad on. I thought it was boring, but continue. Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, is Orchid a time on there? He's just he's just gonna bust every game on the top <laughs> five. <laughs> Time's not, my, uh, it's not there. It's not. It's no. GTA three. Uh, actually, I like GTA five more than three. So but I would actually put GTA but three on my list though. Though, but That's three nice. had the bigger impact though. Yeah, but if I, I I would probably put the whole franchise. It's been pretty solid, so that would be probably number five. Um, I yeah, Legend of actually three was really good. But I liked five more for some strange reason. It was the same thing as three, but just tighter. You're talking about five, like the one that came out like two years ago, right? Like, yeah. 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 Like it was, was the same experience, but it was just tighter. So I, I guess three would have been there, and then I'd probably swapped it out with five by now. What about um, uh, Link to the Past? Uh, yeah, that's, that, I was just going to say that one. That's definitely there. That's on everyone's. That's, that's like one, two, three. Five. I can't think of what I'd want to put in for four. It would probably be uh, just more of a personal favorite, which is Super Ghouls and Ghosts, just because that uh, I haven't played a game like that, and like nothing's touched that game since it came out. So, right. so here's 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 what I'm saying. Uh, you're not allowed on the podcast until you play Last of Us. <laughs> this Yo, year, this okay, uh, Naughty Dog, get out there and put it on the Wii U. And or get a PC release. Let's go. I guess I could buy it for my PS3. Aren't they? Isn't Naughty Dog owned by Sony? Isn't that why all their games are always Sony? Yeah, I could probably go get it on uh, PS3. I, I played it on PS. Uh, I played it on PS3. As a matter of fact, you can borrow my copy of it on PS3. Oh, look at this! There you go. All you gotta do is play and beat that before the next episode, and, and you're welcome back onto the podcast. As long as it's not boring. <laughs> I assure you, it's not boring. It better be better than any Assassin's Creed game. It will be if you can put twenty Actually, hours. You into notice it. that Assassin's Creed is not on my top ten list. Yeah, yeah, you play and yeah, you play it hundred percent every game. Yep, it's not it's not <coughs> my top. It's not a new experience. So I'd be surprised if Assassin's Creed's on anyone's top five list. I, I want it has, someone out there has to have it on their top ten list. They're a subsidiary of Sony Entertainment. Does that mean that they're mm-hmm. owned by Sony? Uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be like their first-party uh, content creator, I believe. Right, yeah, so yeah. So none of their games will ever be on something not Sony. So. But they could do a PC release. Like, they could. 
But why? But well, Sony would have to let them do it, though. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of other games that would be like my. I know my top five is like more dated than most people because of where it just those were the games that like were like yeah that's that's this is it like i don't even have stardew in my top 10 because i would have harvest moon there instead because it did it first and did it better but stardew was an amazing game so i don't know my my top 10 is like totally different than most people's i would because i go ahead orcring of time is my number one game like that'll never change Mm. and then like all the other ones kind of uh, all the other ones are sort of moving in and out. So, like, yeah. you know, Super Mario Bros. 1 and 3 are on there. Legend of Zelda The Original is on there. Uh, mm-hmm. Sonic 3 is on there. Um, like, any of the, like, shit. Even, like, Contra is on there. Yeah. Uh, for the older games. GoldenEye is on there. Mario 64 is on there. Mm-hmm. GTA 3. I mean, even just being thirty-year-old gamers, we're gonna we're gonna have some nostalgic games because that's that's part of yeah. you know, like, like I, I can see Brett's Brett's choices coming from a game developer point of view, and and for us, it's like just what games really affected you growing up, and what mm-hmm. game, like yeah, Link to the Past would be on mine for sure because when I got that game, I was like my my face was blown clear off. I was like, oh my yeah. god. See, I didn't play I didn't play Link to the Past until it was on GBA like ten years mm-hmm. later. So by oh. that time, I had played Majora's Mask. Zelda one, yeah. uh, Orkin of Time, like all the Zeldas basically, except for that one. So by the time I got it, I was just like, "Yeah, this is a good game." But I mean, other games right. are better. Exactly. Yeah, your perspective was skewed because of that. But like w- when I played it on uh, on Super Nintendo, I was blown away. And same thing yeah. with like Mario RPG, Final Fantasy three, Final Fantasy seven, Metal Gear Solid, the the you know, not the Nintendo one, but the the PlayStation one. I was just yeah. like, "Whoa, this is blown." Yeah, the first Metal Gear Solid on PS one was really good. Just yeah, oh, because that was the first experience that made me go. I am playing a movie right now. This is yeah. They they did uh, that was like quite the experience, really. Mm-hmm. At the time, huge no one else was doing it, and it was just like, oh wow, this is this is gaming next level stuff here. Well, yeah, the AI was 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 so mm-hmm. know, it felt so good. Yeah, and like the three D side of it too it was so polished because even like what was coming out at the time, like Mario sixty four. Um, uh, Final Fantasy VII, like those, like Metal Gear Solid, was just like, wow, this is some next level stuff here. So it was, it, it was dope to me, and I could be wrong. You would know better than me, Brett. But it's, it, it seemed to me kind of like it was, um, you know, making the most out of what you have with mm-hmm. the, with the PlayStation One. Whereas you know, you had like the sort of polygon thing with Final Fantasy VII, and yeah, you know, you got used to it. And I've, uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine. I think it was Gadino. Who, who who went back and played Final Fantasy VII recently, and he just couldn't do it because of the polygon thing was just bugging him so much. He's also <laughs> an artist, though, so yeah, so that that could be part of it. But you know, then you look at at yeah that Metal Gear game, uh, Metal Gear Solid on PS, mm-hmm. and it kind of seemed like there was a lot of sort of blurring. There was a yeah. lot of sort of uh, you know. Uh, and, well, and they used the environment as tricks, right? Because it was all that, in snow, yeah. so you use the snow effect to do loading behind the fog so to speak yeah so you can exactly. cheat it all that kind of stuff right and and yeah. that 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 game seemed like sort of a you know a treatise or whatever in, mm-hmm. in the art of, of trying to make the most out of what you got yeah and nowadays the kids got so much they can just be like yeah whatever 
<laughs> the processing power can handle that that overly polygon thing that's two thousand yards away. Whatever doesn't matter. <laughs> so that's uh, that's like the famous uh, the Silent Hill fog. Like yep. it's like that creepy town is so creepy because of the fog, but that fog only exists because so they can like create a town that's big enough to yeah. have all that detail. Like once you get close up, right? Yep. All Res- technical limitations, really. <clears throat> Resident Evil Two. That was another one. Um, Resident Evil Two was really good. It was. Resident Evil Two was dope. That was like the that game was like the first game that actually gave me like a legit jump scare, and I was like, "Wow, this is great." I remember so Resident Evil Two came out on sixty four. I remember playing that with my friend, and we were like, I don't know, whatever age we would have been in nineteen ninety six or seven or eight or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like ten, eleven, twelve around there, and uh, I remember playing that game at like four in the morning, and uh, and there was a part on the B file where you like have to get some item and the Mr. X guy slams through the door and, you get, mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh shit, you get out the door and, and you think you're safe. And then you just start running down the hallway and then he just slams through the wall. And, mm. and now is in like that area. And it, I dropped my controller <laughs> scared shitless, woke up my friend and like died because I just was like in shock. And just, wow. I, that game, yeah, that game was awesome. Uh, those never really like registered with me because I don't know. I've, I was never a fan of 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 sort of the the horror thriller side, and mm. and the jump scares and stuff. Like I don't know. I almost didn't finish Last of Us because of the clickers. You know what I mean? That's oh, like the mild. Cl- the clickers are so creepy too. Like, it's super yeah. creepy, but it's mild compared to a lot of the stuff you would see in uh, in Resident Evil. I love the movies. Don't say yeah, Brad. You didn't play Last of Us. Don't. No, even. I'm, I'm listening to what he's saying and agreeing with him on the scary side of things. Like, yeah, you know? it sounds scary. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know. For me. Just that, and obviously that's just a personal thing because I love the movies. I, I mm-hmm. can handle it in movie land, but in game land, I'm the guy who's just like <clears throat> inching forward because I'm totally freaked out that something's going to pop around the corner. Yeah, in game land, it, horror games are interesting, right? Because you direct the pace of of the game, whereas in movie, you're just sitting there and the director, mm. you know, basically decides when it is when it's time to be scary. So the best like horror games are always the ones that had like some sort of limitation to it, like Silent Hill and being all foggy and looking like shit. Resident Evil had like the tank controls, and so you couldn't really like run around uh, zombies and stuff very well because your the controls were shitty, and so they had, they put these like limitations in to like kind of affect your pace. Because if it's if you're playing like a scary horror game, just take it as slow as you need to, right? Um, but there, but there are instances sometimes where it goes like World War Z style on you or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. and you have to run away from a zombie. Like, like in Last of Us, I mean, when it goes when the, like the zombies don't crawl, you know what I mean? They run at yeah, you. Yeah, they chase you. Same thing with uh, I love Zombie U because you it, the game never paused, and when you're like searching in chests and stuff, you're like on, tapping on the the gamepad. Yet, like zombies can still like come and like fight you and stuff. So. Um. Horror games are always like interesting. That people like complain about the tank controls in Resident Evil, but that's what made them great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I, di- I didn't mind the tank controls at the time, especially at the time. I didn't care. Yeah, I mean to go back, I played Resident Evil Two again on my Vita not too long ago, and to go back, it's a little difficult. Um, yeah. It's still like a great game, but you're kind of just like, oh man, like I wish I could just like shoot and walk at the same time. I've been watching videos of super ghouls and ghosts this whole time. <laughs> is, it, was, is it 4 out of 10 there? Or? Uh, no, it looks cool, actually. It looks, it looks awesome. 
pretty, you never played it? Platformer. No, I never played it. Oh my god. It's like it holds a special spot in my my world just because it was like this arcade game that I played so much and then Super Nintendo version of it and yeah. It's just when people talk like about like hard platformer games, I'm like my bar is set so high with Super Goals and Ghosts, so if you can't get to this level of hard, then you're not really that hard. This guy's beating it in thirty nine minutes and thirty eight seconds. I know. It's nuts. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I know. I know of this game. I didn't. I haven't played it, but it was hard for like what it was at the time. Like it just obliterated me a lot. So, so like but you can speed run it and all that jazz nowadays. Did they? Uh, did they ever make sequels to this? Or um, they did a series. I think it was on PS2. It's a Capcom. It's a, it's a Capcom joint, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Um, there's also. Uh, uh, not a se- uh, a sequel to this game per se, but uh, it's called Demon's Quest Crest or Quest, and it's like a offshoot um, of the universe that this takes place. And then there's Maximo, which is on the PS2, which is kind of the same universe. Uh, it's yeah, it's on the uh, it's on the Wii U eShop. Maximo? No, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Sorry. Oh, nice. Yeah, maybe I'll download it. I, I recommend <laughs> it. It's tough. Yeah. I'm down with that. I loved uh, like Mega Man and stuff. Like when people were saying like Shovel Knight's a tough game, I like obliterated that game, and I'm like, "What are you guys on? Like this isn't even tough." I couldn't get into I couldn't get into Shovel Knight. Uh, I still have it. I don't know. I think I I think I beat it in four hours. I think. Oh really? Oh, it's so short. Well, when you're good. All right. No, I I can definitely see. um, You know, like. You know, obviously it's a platformer, but but even just stylistically, I can see some comparisons for sure. Mm-hmm. Shovel Knight to me was one of those games that like takes borrows a lot from other games, but doesn't do yeah. as as good as those games that borrow from. Like I'd rather play Ducktales uh, with the, the whole jumping on the shovel thing. I'd rather play Legend of Zelda: Adventure of Link with the whole sort of world map and towns and stuff like that. Like i rather play the games it was based off of rather than that game. I have the Amiibo still, though, so i got to download it. i got to buy it on Wii U so I can even use it, but nice. it's still in its box. It's the only one I'll keep in its box. That's cool. Um, I have I have it on the... I, yeah, I bought it on the Wii U, so... I have it on uh, Vita. Like, it came out on Vita and PS4 and stuff, so... Is it a Vita game? I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm, there's, cool. there's a lot of interesting mechanics in this Super Ghouls and Ghosts, man. Like I've seen gravity changing mechanics. I'm seeing stuff like just with the screens tilting in weird ways, water levels. Like there's a lot of variety in here. Yep. Um, Dan, what have you been playing? Uh, Retro City Rampage. Nice. Just been kind of chipping away at that. That's a lot of fun. It's just you know, like kind of like what we're talking about. There's a lot of nostalgia in that game, and yeah. it's just it's just a fun game to play. Um, did not get around to beating Final Fantasy VI, unfortunately, but Still I'm going on it. at some point. I'm right at the end. Yeah. I'm like, I'm at that section where you're at, you're in the sort of like hotel kind of thing where, um, where you can't use magic. You got to make it your way to the top. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a side quest, but I want to beat it before I beat the game. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Nice. Nice. Um, I platinum Far Cry Primal. Yay. Nice. So I'm actually going to go trade that game in and pre-order Uncharted 4. So you're not a collector? You don't keep all that stuff? Um, no, I mean, I 
like playing too many games, and if I was to collect all the stuff, I would go broke in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of need to trade in games in order to buy the new games I want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some games, like, the collection is growing a little, like, a few years ago I did a purge, and I sold all my NES, Sega Genesis, Nintendo 64, all my games for, like, $2,000 to a local, local shop. And uh, since then, I've kind of been slowly, like, wanting to rebuild it, but I'm still at the point where, like... I got other stuff to pay for, <laughs> like like grown up stuff to pay for. So, in my head, I'm kind of wondering, like, for me personally, a CD or a disc of some sort, DVD, whatever it happens to be, data disc of some sort, is is less collectible to me than than a cartridge. Yeah, is, I can see that. Is that dumb? You, no, I I agree with that. Especially like the any like there there comes the all the cartridges look different. Sega Genesis looks different than Master System, which looks different than 64, which looks different than Super Nintendo, etc. CDs and DVDs, unless you're talking about the GameCube, they all look the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and GameCube's just smaller. Yeah. Too, right? Like they're not as well protected as a cartridge. You know, like CDs kind of they can they can go bad over time. Yeah. <clears throat> so no, I can I can see that. Um, I. Yeah. I yeah. I, uh, there's, a, there's a nostalgia value. There's more value to the cartridge for me, I think. Collectible value, anyway. I just rarely, like, go back to play old games. Um, like, I, I mentioned how I played Resident Evil 2 and stuff. But I, I rarely go back to play old games that I didn't play back in the day. Like, I I don't know. I'd rather just play, like, new experiences and new games and stuff. So trading all those games in was just, like, whatever to me. Mm-hmm. Um, most anything that, like, that people want to replay is re-released anyways like super ghouls and ghosts is re-released on wii u so if i really wanted to play i'll just download on wii u mm-hmm. um there's some exceptions to that obviously especially when like you talk about you know collaborations like super mario rpg and, and stuff like that uh, other times the, the physical version of it is just too damn expensive like super mario rpg so mm-hmm. it's hard to like collect it like other games like mario 64 and goldeneye you could probably find like dime a dozen but mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. What's a Harvest Moon sixty four? What's a what's a, what would be a rare sixty four game? Brett, do you know? Any ideas? Uh, I'm trying to think of a good rare one. I know there's the Turok one that's incredibly rare. Oh, really? Which one? I love Tur- Turok two. Is dope. Uh, I think it's only rare because of the color of the cartridge, though. Oh, ra- oh, is it Rage Wars? Yes. <clears throat> I I just read about this the other day. I think Rage Wars came out, but there was like a game breaking glitch. And uh, and so you had to like mail in your cartridge, and they would mail you back one. And the original cartridge was black, but the one they mailed back was gray. So mm-hmm. apparently, Bomberman is one. Ogre Battle sixty four, Starcraft sixty four. I got a top ten list here. Mario oh, Ogre Battle sixty four is a great game. We th- we were at so we were at my girlfriend's family last night, and they have Ogre Battle sixty four. We were talking about it. Nice. How uh, how much is it worth? <laughs> Oh, uh, does it say? It, they don't say... Oh, yeah, they do, actually. I'm just going to look it up on eBay. Hold on, let's see. Damn, uh, like $300. Paper Mario's one? Oh, really? That's on Wii U now. Mm. Um, or, like, that's on, like, you can just download those. You're right, Harvest Moon, uh, Conquers. I, I could have I guessed Conquers. Oh, Conquers Bad Fur Day, right, right. Um, yeah, so sometimes it's just, like, hard to get these, like... Even like the good games that everyone loved, like everyone loved Conquerors, Bad Fur Day, and stuff. And 
Oh, that one's a blast from the past. You guys remember uh, Clay Fighter? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Clay Fighter, Clay like, 63rd and a third or something? Yeah. yeah. That's the sequel <laughs> or whatever. Uh, 63rd and one-third, yeah. Um, but I – and I've been playing Division 2, just playing that, and it's fun. It's 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 exactly what you would expect. It's an online – RPG, Uncharted like sort of. Thing. So, so, what level are you? What PlayStation Master level are you now? Uh, so, uh, so I might, I might have to go on some hardcore trophy binging right now because I was looking at my stats. Let me, let me just pull them up right now because uh, this is what everyone wants to hear about. So, I have twenty eight platinums now. I'm, I'm level twenty six, uh, and like five percent in. I have. Uh, how many how many trophies is this? 5,802 trophies. Wow. But I was looking at my platinums, and since January 1st, 2015, I only have four platinums. Oh, uh, you're slacking. I know. So <laughs> I might I have... zero platinums in places. <laughs> so I might have to start... Uh, stop... around with these like normal games oh, I'll, another I'll, cuss word I'll, I'll edit that one out but uh <laughs> look at you <laughs> shit did anyone write the time for the last one nope. no you're gonna have to listen to the whole podcast bud uh no one no one wants to do that uh <laughs> actually this, this looks like the loud parts yeah that's true uh one hours this actually that was like right on one hour i'll look up the other one but yeah since 2000 since january First, 2015, I only have The Walking Dead, uh, Infamous First Light, Castle Game, and Far Cry Primal Platinums. 2014, though, I ha- I got like 12 of them, so I need to step up because I looked at that and was embarrassed. So I'm I'm going to start looking. I'm going to start looking into some easier platinums. Mm. That's my goal for the next like month. Nice. Fun fact. <laughs> I should log into my Sony account. I don't really remember where. To do that, how do you even like? Uh, I gotta look. Out. I found like a trophies Reddit subreddit too, so I'm pretty happy about that. Anyways, we should wrap this up. Cool. Um, if you want to follow Brett and him, give four to ten for games. You can do so at TP Smoke. <laughs> There's reasons though. <laughs> no, there isn't. You haven't played any of these games. TP Smoke, oh Game Dev Drinks, uh, at Brett Meeser, and at and Heart Circle. Circle. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow Dan, you can do so at Composing Dan. You. If you want to follow me, uh, it's Toronto Game Devs. Review the podcast, share it, like it, all the stuff. Share it with your friends. Uh, thank you to Patreons. Thank you to Brett and Dan. One year. Uh, thanks to everyone who did the interviews. I meant to do that. Shout out. I'll do that next time. Um, anyways, yeah. Have a. I'll, I'll see you next week. See ya. Peace. Thank you.